0: And they soiled the bedding and made it wet. Well, how old are these monks? Episode 132, Tipitaka, Part 68, in which I will recite Pakitia 65 or LXV, and probably 66. If I'm being honest, who knows? Maybe even 67. We'll see. It's a mystery. Our special guests today, a little unusual, a little bit of uh a, a ecumenical exchange program happening, um, Lakshmi and Ganesh. I'm probably supposed to say Shri or something before the names. I apologize. I mean no disrespect. Um, it's Diwali season, which is sort of like... Christmas, in a way, in that there's a lot of people decorating with, you know, little colored lights, uh, their balconies and windows and such. A lot of, like, hanging uh, flower and other, you know, like flowers on a string or various other kinds of ornaments. There's things like this I saw this, I guess it's a a Diwali thing. I mean, it's shaped like one of the things that you put oil in and burn, but I mean, who would burn something in this? I mean, I suppose you could. It's meant to be kind of temporary. It's clay, and uh, I asked how much it was, and it was 70 rupees, which is like a dollar. I couldn't resist, and I said, well, (laughs) I want it. I don't know what I'll do with it, but I'm keeping it on my desk kind of keeping lucky things in it or things that I want to bring luck to it reminds me of uh, uh what the heck this uh 49 petaled rose that I made years ago that I used to have that I think I probably gave to Robbie well anyway hi Robbie did I give you that if you're watching anyway long story short um Generally, I mean, I'm very ignorant about this, so, you know, you know what you've gotten yourself into. This is a a dummy who's, you know, maybe got this much more information than you do, kind of like imparting that. So it's not like I'm like the scholar, the the priest who's going to disseminate the information. But what I can tell you is um, I think originally Diwali was uh, specifically celebrating the return of Rama after he had successfully slain a demon he returned home. But generally, at least around here, and it varies from region to region, Diwali is bigger or or less big depending on what state you're in or what have you. Um, It's a time where Lakshmi, the goddess of wealth, prosperity, happiness, um, and Ganesh, god of wisdom and uh, removing obstacles, I sort of liken him to a little bit of a like Thoth in the Egyptian sense, or at least the uh, the Greco-Egyptian sense, um, and they're not like related. He's not married to her. He's not her son or anything. But they're they're honored or worshipped, as they say here, together on Diwali. She it's actually her birthday. There, it, there's a was a time when the gods and the demons um, were churning the sea with a big snake. And uh, there's a whole story behind it. I read it a while back, and I've forgotten a lot of the details, but it had something to do with the elixir of immortality. And as they were churning the sea, jewels and things were coming up from the floor of the ocean, and a a great flower appeared, and Lakshmi uh, appeared from inside the flower. You're probably seeing some visual aid um, that comes from this And there's uh, some music attached. So that's fun. You can listen to that for hours if you want after this episode. Um, Ganesh, on the other hand, he uh, was the son of Shiva and Parvati. And there was a uh, sort of a fun-ish story where Parvati was pregnant and uh, Shiva went away. And she gave birth alone. And when uh, Shiva returned, there was a young man standing guarding the doorway because Parvati went to take a bath and she told her son Ganesh to please guard the door. And so he wouldn't let Shiva in because he didn't recognize his father and his father didn't recognize his son. He only came home and there was a strange man there that wasn't letting him in. So he cut off his head, of course. Shiva cut off Ganesha's head. It was a human looking head before, you see. And uh, then Parvati came out, what have you done? And uh, then, oh my gosh, to save our son, what can we do? And they asked all the animals in nature to, you know, who would volunteer their head and the great elephant, the great wise elephant said, I will volunteer my head. And so they took his head and placed it on their son. And that's how that came about. But um, the, the reason why they're honored together During this time is Lakshmi on her birthday comes and honors and blesses uh, the homes of her devotees with wealth and prosperity. But Ganesh is wisdom. So the idea is that you can't have wealth without wisdom because you'll foolishly squander it, which I mean, you know, the part about churning the sea and stuff like that, you might kind of go hmm, that's a little odd, but that, that last thing I said, was like, well, that's true. You know, just look at um, someone who inherits a lot of wealth in their early 20s or something like that. Um, so, yeah, and that this is also mirrored in the teaching in the eight auspicious symbols of Vajrayana Buddhism of the jar representing wealth and wisdom, prosperity, and wisdom—the wisdom to keep it in a jar. So, we honor Ganesh, Assiel, Inside joke, um, and uh, and and we honor him first. We we call on Ganesh. Please bring us wisdom. Okay, thank you. Hey, Lakshmi, please bring us wealth. All right. So that's been our ecumenical exchange program. So this is these are traditions that. Uh, generally speaking go back before pre-sectarian early buddhism which is what we're reading about today if this is your first time seeing me go ahead and click here that'll take you to the tipi taka playlist better to start with episode one rather than episode 68 and uh is there anything else no. i will go ahead and begin Expiation, Pakitea, LXV, 65. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Rajagaha in the bamboo grove at the squirrel's feeding place. Now at that time in Rajagaha, a group of 17 boys were friends. Of these, the youth Apali was the chief he'll be a pali for today then it occurred to apali's parents quote, "by what means could apali after our demise live at ease and not be in want" end quote then it occurred to upali's parents quote, "if upali should learn writing so would upali after our demise live at ease and not be in want" then it occurred to apali's parents quote but, if Upali learns writing, his fingers will become painful. If Upali should learn calculation, so would Upali, after our demise, live at ease and not be in want." End quote. Then it occurred to upali 's parents quote, "But if Upali learns calculation, his breast will become painful. That naturally follows. If Upali should learn money-changing, so would Upali, after our demise, live at ease and not be in want. End quote. Then it occurred to Upali's parents, quote, But if Jesus should come, he'll flip the tables. Just kidding. Quote, But if Upali learns money-changing, his eyes will become painful. Now there are these recluses, sons of the Sakyans, pleasant in habit, Pleasant in conduct. Having eaten good meals, they lie down on beds sheltered from the wind. Now, if Upali should go forth among the recluses, the sons of the Sakyans, so would Upali after our demise live at ease and not be in want. The boy Upali heard this conversation of, parentheses, his, close parentheses, parents. Then the boy Upali approached those boys, and having approached, he spoke thus to those boys, quote, come, masters, we will go forth among the recluses, sons of the Sakyans, end quote. I wonder if these seventeen boys became the group of seventeen monks. We shall see. Quote, if you, master, will go forth, we likewise will also go forth, end quote. Then these boys, having each approached, parentheses, his, close parentheses, parents, spoke thus, Quote, consent that I may go forth from home into homelessness, end quote. That's what every parent wants to hear, right? Then the parents of those boys consented, thinking, quote, All these boys desire the same thing. They are bent on what is good. These, having approached monks, asked for the going forth. The monks let them go forth. They conferred the upasampada orientation on them. Getting up in the night towards dawn, these cried out, Give kanji, give rice. Give solid food, end quote. The monks spoke thus, quote, Wait your reverences until it turns light. There Should there be kanji, you shall drink it. Should there be rice, you shall partake of it. Should there be solid food, you shall eat it. But should there not be congee or rice or solid food, having walked for alms, you shall eat. But those monks, being spoken to thus by the monks, cried out just the same, Give congee, give rice, give solid food. And they soiled the bedding and made it wet. Well, how old are these monks? The Lord, getting up in the night towards the dawn, heard the noise of the boys, and hearing, (parentheses) it, close parentheses, he addressed the venerable Ananda, saying, quote, Why ever, Ananda, is there this noise of boys? End quote. Then the Venerable Ananda told this matter to the Lord. Then the Lord, on this occasion, in this connection, having had the order of monks convened, questioned the monks, saying, quote, Is it true, as is said, monks, that monks knowingly conferred the Upasampada orientation on an individual under twenty years of age? And quote. Ah, ah, but wasn't, what's his name, seven years old? Well, we shall see. Quote, it is true, Lord, End quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, How, monks, can these foolish men knowingly confer the Upasampada orientation on an individual under 20 years of age? Monks. An individual under 20 years of age is not able to endure cold, heat, hunger, thirst, contact with gadflies, mosquitoes, wind and sun, creeping things, abusive, hurtful language. He is not the kind, parentheses of person, end parentheses, who endures bodily feelings, which arising are painful, acute, sharp, shooting, disagreeable, miserable, deadly. But, monks, an individual of twenty years of age is able to endure cold, heat, three dots, miserable, deadly. Monks, this is not for pleasing those who are not, parentheses, yet, close parentheses, pleased, three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk should knowingly confer the upasampada orientation on an individual under twenty years of age... Both that individual is not ordained and these monks are blameworthy. This is, for him, an offense of expiation. No, all right, all right. Well, there it is. Whatever means three dots. Monk is, means three dots. He knows means either he knows by himself or others tell him. Or parentheses someone close parentheses tells parentheses him close parentheses under twenty years of age means not attained to twenty years of age. If he thinks quote I will confer the upasampada orientation end quote parentheses and close parentheses looks about for a group or for a teacher, or for a bull, or for a robe, or if he determines a boundary, there is an offense of wrongdoing. As a result of the motion, there is an offense of wrongdoing. As a result of two proclamations, there are offenses of wrongdoing. At the end of the proclamations, there is an offense of expiation for the preceptor, and an offense of wrongdoing for the group and for the teacher. If he thinks that he is under 20 years of age, when he is under 20 years of age, parentheses and close parentheses, confers the upasampada orientation on him, on him being in parentheses, there is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether he is under 20 years of age and confers the upasampada orientation, parentheses on him, close parentheses, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he has completed 20 years of age when he is under 20 years of age, parentheses and close parentheses confers the upa sampada orientation, parentheses on him, close parentheses, there is no offense. Right. If the monk looks like he probably could be 20, he claims to be 20, but he's not 20. Back then they didn't have fake IDs, but that would probably be the equivalent situation then it's like the monk that conferred the initiation on him is not guilty of any crime because, you know. All right. If he thinks that he is under 20 years of age when he has completed 20 years of age, there is an offensive wrongdoing. So if you're like, oh, you look like you're 14. Hey, I'm going to initiate you. And they're like, haha ha, I'm 21. You didn't break any rules. That's wrongdoing because you were intending to do wrongdoing. You're intending to do something wrong, right? If he is in doubt as to whether he has completed 20 years of age, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he has completed 20 years of age when he has completed 20 years of age, there is no offense. There is no offense if he confers the Upasampada orientation on one under 20 years of age, thinking that he has completed 20 years of age if he confers the Upasampada orientation on one who has completed 20 years of age, thinking that they are completed, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer, the fifth, meaning the 65th, right? Yes. I still wonder about that, that mad monk that's allowed to cut off the heads of crows and confer monkhood on children and, but I, I, was it Makala the Great or some, someone the Great he was the one who attained I th- at seven years of age right? He had, he had completed the whole process and attained mastery and, and then he became the one responsible for uh, assigning um, lodgings and food rations maybe I'm wrong maybe he, he maybe at seven years of age means that he had been a monk for seven years So that's interesting. I was like imagining that these were all children (laughs) up till now because life expectancy was shorter, I assume, back then. But 20 years, that's clear. 20 years, right? All right. You can't be a fully initiated monk. You can be a probationer. You can be like, uh, you know, in training. But then on your 20th birthday, then you get to go through your initiation. Cool. All right. Good to know. all right. Okay. Thank you, children. The 17 boys who presumably became the group of 17 monks. I think that's fair to uh, assume. 17 is a very specific number, isn't it? Expiation. Unless the group of six monks... Well, it's, it's usually the group of six monks, so we know who we're talking about. The three birds, the dog, the cow, and the elephant, Right. Um, For those listening to the audio only, that might be confusing. There's visual aids on the uh, YouTube version. Never mind. This group of 17 monks is like a rhinoceros, but it looks like he's made of a lot of smaller parts. Anyway, let's keep reading, shall we? Expiation, Pachytea, LXVI, 66. At one time the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anantapindika's monastery. Now, at that time, a certain caravan was desirous of going from Rajagaha to the south. A certain monk spoke to these people, quote, I will go together with the Venerable Ones, quote. quote. but we, Honored Sir, shall evade the tax, end quote. Quote, do you understand, parentheses how to do so, parentheses sirs, end quote. Then the overseers heard, quote, a caravan will evade the tax, end quote. They infested the way. What does that mean? Um... Well, it's got the words in poly, but it doesn't explain what it means. All right. Then these overseers, having seized and ransacked that caravan, spoke thus to that monk, quote, How is it that you, honored sir, knowingly go together with a caravan, Parentheses set out, parenthesis, theft, set on, and parenthesis, theft, end quote, Parentheses, and, close parentheses, having detained him, they set him free. Then that monk, having arrived at Savati, told this matter to the monks. Those who were modest monks, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can a monk, having arranged together with a caravan, parentheses, set on, close parentheses, theft, knowingly go along the same high road? End quote. Three dots. Quote, Is it true, as is said, that you, monk, three dots, knowingly went along the same high road, end quote, quote, it is true, Lord, end quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked him, saying, quote, how can you, foolish man, having arranged together with a caravan, parentheses, set on, close parentheses, theft, knowingly go along the same high road, it is not foolish man for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, close parentheses pleased, three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk, having arranged together with a caravan, parentheses set on, close parentheses theft, should knowingly go along the same high road even among villages, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. Whatever means, three dots. Monk means, three dots. He knows means, either he knows by himself or others tell him, or parenthesis, someone tells him. Caravan, parentheses set on, close parenthesis, theft, means they are thieves who have done the deed, or who have not done the deed, or they go for the robbing of kings, or they evade the tax. Together with means together. Having arranged means if one arranges saying, quote, we are going, reverend, sir. We are going, honored, sir. We are going, honored, sir. We are going, reverend, sir. We are going either today or tomorrow or the next day. And, quote, there is an offense of wrongdoing. Even among villages means in a village close enough for a cock, parentheses, to walk, close parentheses, among every, such, close parenthesis, village, there is an offense of expiation. For every half-yojana in what is not a village, in the jungle, there is an offense of expiation. If he thinks that a caravan is, parenthesis, set on, close parenthesis, theft, when the caravan is, parenthesis, set on, close parenthesis, theft, and having arranged, goes along the same high road, even among villages, there is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether a caravan is parenthesis set on closed parenthesis theft, three dots, offensive of wrongdoing. If he thinks that a caravan is not parenthesis set on closed parenthesis theft, when the caravan is parenthesis set on closed parenthesis theft, three dots, no offense. If the monk doesn't know that they're going to evade tax, he didn't do anything wrong. If monk's arrange, parentheses, and close parentheses, the people do not arrange, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he thinks that the caravan is parentheses set on close parentheses theft, when the caravan is not parentheses set on close parentheses theft, there is an offensive wrongdoing. I'm going to travel with these thieves that are going to evade the tax. (laughs) Whoa, they're paying the tax. That's weird. You did wrong, buddy. You were doing something wrong in your heart, even though technically you didn't do the expiation. It's a wrongdoing, right? Makes sense. If he is in doubt as to whether the caravan is not parenthesis set on closed parenthesis theft, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he thinks that the caravan is not closed parenthesis, nope, open parenthesis set on closed parenthesis theft. When the caravan is not parenthesis set on closed parenthesis theft, there is no offense. Did you lose track because of all the parentheses and closed parentheses? That's understandable. There is no offense if they go not having arranged. If the people arrange, parentheses and, closed parentheses, monks do not arrange. If they go without, parentheses, making, closed parentheses, a rendezvous. Or a rendezvous. If there are accidents. If he is mad. If he is the first Wrong to her. The sixth, meaning the 66th. That reminds me, rendezvous reminded me. um, Don't forget that, you know, the word Buddhism. Ism is a Greek suffix and should be pronounced ism. It's Buddhism. Get your Greek suffixes right. I'm only kidding, obviously. It's a joke. It's meant to be a joke with a point. Expiation, Pakitia, LXVII, 67. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anattapindika's monastery. Now at that time, a certain monk going to Savati through the, the Kosalan districts passed by a certain village gate a certain woman, having quarreled with her husband, having departed from the village, having seen that monk, spoke thus quote, Where, honored sir, will the master go? End quote. Quote, I, sister, will go to Savati. End quote. quote. I will go together with the master. End quote. Quote, if you wish to, sister, and quote he said, then that woman's husband, having departed from the village, asked people, Have the masters seen such and such a woman? Watch out, pee-wee, and quote, quote, She master, is going along with one who has gone forth End quote. Then that man, having followed after her, having seized that monk, having thrashed him, set him free. Then that monk, incensed, sat down at the foot of a certain tree. Then that woman spoke thus to that man. Quote, Master, that monk did not make me come out, but it is I myself who am going along together with this monk. This monk is innocence." Go along, apologize to him." End quote. Then that man apologized to that monk. Then that monk, having arrived at Savati, told this matter to the monks. Those who were modest monks, three dots spread it about saying, let's pause for a moment. I think he's gonna be in trouble for agreeing to travel along with a woman. What do you think? Maybe he's in trouble for something else? did not shanzon travel together with a woman in that movie never mind quote how can a monk having arranged together with a woman go along the same high road end quote i totally called it shanzon you dirty birdie you are guilty of an offensive expiation in the Theravadan uh, tradition is it true as is said That you, monk, having arranged together with a woman, went along the same high road, and quote, Quote, it is true, Lord, and quote, the enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked him, saying, How can you, foolish man, having arranged together with a woman, go along the same high road? It is not foolish man. For pleasing those who are not, parentheses, yet, close parentheses, pleased. Oh, but it was, sir. No, I'm only kidding. Pleased in this context doesn't mean that. Three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk having arranged together with a woman should go along the same high road. Even among villages, there is an offense. Whatever means three dots. Monk means three dots. Woman means a human woman, not a female yaka, not a female departed one, not a female animal. She is intelligent, competent to know good speech, bad speech, what is lewd, what is not lewd. There's your loophole. know the difference between lewd and not lewd. You can walk with those women. They're not women, by definition. I'm just making fun. I'm sorry. I I should probably make this the last of these that I recite because I'm getting too silly. Together with means together. Having arranged means, I mean, I honestly, I'm just like, sure, these were the rules back then, the rules for monks in BC, sixth century. But I've seen monks walking with women I didn't think, well, I actually, P.U. and I would, uh, that's Priel for short, as P.U., um, we'd make comments like, oh, is this monk on a date? Mm-hmm. But it's fine. I don't see anything wrong with it. But it was forbidden, so if you hear a little bit of mocking in my voice, I apologize, I don't mean to be mocking the scriptures. It's just dated, let's just say that little old fashioned for my taste. Having arranged means if one arranges saying, I mean, she's a human being, right? He's a human being. Is there an exception if she's your cousin? Is there an exception if they are having an interesting conversation about philosophy? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna walk and I'm not allowed to walk with you because you're a woman. It's unfortunate, you know, on, on a certain level that you know something as 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 positive and helpful as buddhism can be associated with things that are old fashioned in a bad way that's that's it but i'm i'm going to read it and i'm going to make my comments and i apologize to anyone who feels rubbed the wrong way by that Alright, having arranged means if one arranges saying, quote, within quotes we are going sister, we are going master we are going master, we are going sister we are going either today or tomorrow or three dots, parentheses see, pocketia, 67 that's what we're reading you're saying see the thing that I'm reading or, uh, you know, 66 right Yeah, something similar in 66. All right. If he thinks that it is a woman, when it is a woman, parentheses and, close parentheses, having arranged, goes along the same high road, even among villages, there is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether it is a woman, three dots. Is it expiation? I don't know, because... A lot of times when you're in doubt as to whether it's a woman, then it's like a lesser offense. But I'll keep reading. We don't know because Miss Horner left it out. If he thinks that it is not a woman when it is a woman, three dots, offensive expiation. Okay, so we can assume all those situations are expiation. All right. If a monk arranges, parentheses and, close parentheses, the woman does not arrange, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If the monk is like, I'm gonna go at the same time that woman goes, and she's like, what? Why are you walking with me? It's less of an offense than if they arrange it together. If having arranged, he goes along the same high road together with a female yaka, or a female departed one, or with a eunuch, or with an animal in the form of a human woman, even among villages, there is an offensive wrongdoing. It's a lesser offense. If he thinks that it is a woman when it is not a woman, There is an offense of wrongdoing. But if he's in doubt, then it's expiation? Whatever. All right. If he is in doubt as to whether it is not a woman, there is an offense of wrongdoing. Those dots. I don't know. I don't know. If he thinks that it is not a woman when it is not a woman, there is no offense. Dated. It's dated. This came out before 2017-ish, right? So, it's dated. There is no offense if he goes not having arranged. If the woman arranges, parentheses, and, close parentheses, the monk does not arrange. If he goes without, parentheses, making, close parentheses, a rendezvous. If there are accidents. If he is mad. If he is the first wrongdoer. The seventh. Oh they had to sneak a sexist one in here just to piss me off. I hate it when they do that. I thought we were done with those. They had their own group of ten a while back. We don't need any more of those, please. Good vibes only, right? White light only. Uh, spiritual bypassing. No. Um so that was fun, was it? Was it fun? I don't know. I'm having fun learning, learning the rules, reading the ancient rules for monks. Don't walk with women. Don't sit with women in a private place, but you can sit in a public place. Don't walk anywhere. Walking together is out, which I think is lame. I know you're not supposed to say lame anymore, right? All right. Thank you all for going on this silly ride with me. What were the other two? The first two? Oh, yeah. Um, under 20. Don't, don't initiate monks until they're 20. The second one was... Uh, right. Don't travel with a caravan that's going to evade taxes. All right. Those two I'm totally down with. The third one, I'm not. All right. But, you know, different time. I'll go ahead and close now, shall I? Thank you very much for joining us today on the Buddhist Books podcast to uh, Lakshmi and Ganesh, Sri Lakshmi and Sri Ganesh. And, um,. Happy Diwali to everyone. On the 24th is the official day, but it's Diwali season. I wasn't sure if I was going to actually record on the day itself, so I figured i record today. But then, see everyone. Hey, Ganesh, can you turn into a baby real quick? Whoa! <laughs> How come the baby's bigger than the adult? Weird. Weird. Hey, Ganesh, can you do something silly? Thank you. Yes, that's, that's very silly. He sits over there with, with the, with on. I'll go ahead and close now, shall I? To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Until next time. (laughs) Amen. <laughs>